0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Another wild day in uh, Texas as far as weather's concerned. Just uh, a lot of storms. I'm getting hit with some weird weather lately. Yeah, it was brutal. We had that weird weather that uh, blew down a tree from my neighbor's yard into my fence last week. <laughs> and uh, then a bunch of storms last night. Don't move here. You could be killed. So, especially if you live in California. Right. Especially from California, you don't want to move here. Don't take the risk. Don't do it. Don't do it. You could be killed. It's dangerous. And we don't want that.
2: That's true.
1: It is. We're just we care mm-hmm. about you and your family's health. Yep. So be careful, please. <laughs> okay. All right. Also, uh, you want to hear when trees are falling, so you want to get the wax out of your ears, and that's where Wax RX comes from. It's like wax prescription. See, because the RX stands for prescription.
2: Oh, I thought it stood for <laughs> radiation X rays. No, no, so no it doesn't. Prescription.
1: Uh, a how, lot of people think it's that, radiation. How did that X-rays. ever happen? I don't know. RX? I'm looking that up right now. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Wax RX is available now without a prescription, so you can use the same thing the doctors basically do in their office, just for a lot less, and then you reuse it, so it's going to cost you even less, and uh, you don't have to jam swabs. Q-tip swabs into your ears or use a candle that's going to set your head on fire. I, it's just silly some of the weird things people do. Try the Wax RX system risk free today. Go to usewaxrx.com, use the offer code radio at checkout and you'll get free shipping. Just that easy. Finally, a real solution for wax buildup. It's usewaxrx.com, offer code radio. Ray, unleashed. Hmm. All right, uh, Keith's been hard at work on research yeah. already this morning. Yes, <laughs> right. And That's an important a, one, too. This is, a, this is a big one. So the symbol Rx
2: for prescription originated in medieval manuscripts as an abbreviation of the late Latin verb. Uh, it looks like recipe, but it's not receipt. The imperative form of, oh, recipere uh, to take, take thus. So it's Latin from okay. the medieval era.
1: Oh, I RX. still don't see
2: an X. That's yeah. Recipe,
1: what what's I mean so what? Where's the X? Yeah, this is That's a dumb explanation. I don't like it. Satisfactory at all. It's not. It's just not. (laughs) Still doesn't make any sense. Ah the the R X came from recipe. What? <laughs> Wait. What? So where's the X? Yeah. How'd that happen? Yeah. So. So weird. Unacceptable answer. Yeah, it's unacceptable. <laughs> I just I'm not going to say it anymore. I'm not going to say. It. Well, I have to, I guess, because that's the name of the of the product. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there you go. Be kind of cutting off your nose despite your uh-huh. face, wouldn't it?
2: <laughs> Good point. <laughs> okay. So wax RX. Go and get some. <laughs> Uh, Go get wax
1: reciprocate. Just don't don't worry about it. It uh, it's from a thing that really makes sense from a long time ago. Yeah, long time. Okay, Uh, probably longer than that even. (laughs) All right. I got to get to my Star Wars guy because this is (laughs) Star Wars guy. This is the only thing I want to play today. (laughs) This is all we're going to do for two hours. I love this. I love this plan. Talk (laughs) about the definition of prescription. Yes. And then directly into Star Wars. Oh, by the way, the Mueller report's coming out Uh after the show. Yeah. So 830. So we don't have to deal with it till tomorrow. And by then, everybody will have dealt with it already. Uh, but, you know, I, I we're going to be talking about the Mueller report, as far as I'm concerned, till the year 21,000. I can't... <laughs> 21, I can't get enough of it. And I'm sure in like 19,500, I'm still going to be... I, I need the rest of this Mueller report. Where's the redacted portion? Can we unredact it now? It's been you know, 16,000 years. Because somewhere underneath those Sharpie marks is the explanation why there's an
2: X on our X for Prescription. That's where We're it gonna is. We're going to find it, man. That's where it is.
1: So, oh, okay, boy. first, maybe we should start with the trailer itself. Star Wars came out with a teaser trailer. Doesn't really say much, doesn't really do much. It's just kind of cool because it gets you psyched for Star Wars again. And remind you, this is the last one. At least that's what really? they're saying. They're saying it's the last one.
2: Is that for real?
1: That's what they're saying. I thought they were going to be doing these for... So did I. Now, I don't know if because of the solo movie, not doing as well as they thought it was going to, they decided, eh, we better scrap the rest of this.
2: Oh. Or, ooh.
1: you know, maybe they'll, in a couple of years when they don't have that money pouring in, mm-hmm. they'll think, hey, you know what? We should do number 10. <laughs> That's probably what it'll be. Let's go back and do zero. We'll do zero, and then uh, we'll come back and do 12, and then we'll go back and do 11, and then we'll do 17. Uh, you know That bugs me, man. Yeah, the whole thing. My was, simple
2: mind needs linear, you know? I can't be jumping around and prequel and all this
1: crap. <sighs> My wife and I have debated this for 35, 36, 37 years as to whether or not George Lucas really had this noodled out in his head from the beginning, I don't believe it. No, sir. We've never believed it. No. There's no way. There's too many mistakes. There's too many problems with that when he actually went back and, you know, like where uh, C-3PO came from, uh, he was somebody's... How did that work? I think Uh. that... uh, yeah, Anakin, I know Anakin built him, but it was said earlier that he was somebody else's.
2: Oh. Remember that? Yeah, that's right. I think I vaguely do. It. See, I'm not I'd have a big to go back Star and look Wars into that. Oh, aficionado. you're not. No, not at all. I enjoy oh, really? the movies, but I'm not. I can't sit can't and have a discussion about. Like, my kids, if my kids were all three sitting on this couch right now, uh-huh. ask them anything, they will answer any question you have about anything. I don't know how it happened
1: they just they just have absorbed well them. you're about to see a guy who exceeds your knowledge we, yeah just we're by gonna a have bit. to uh okay i
2: got to watch the trajectory of my kids so they don't become this guy do we want to? <laughs> you just want to watch the, the the trailer yeah by first itself? the trailer okay here's the regular
1: trailer. here's the trailer
2: heavy breathing okay
1: now she's slowing her breathing okay. getting in touch with her feelings Yes, feel your surroundings. We've passed on all we know. Remember the Skywalker's worst you should. Uh oh.
2: Something's happening.
1: Yeah, but TIE this Fighter. Is your Every generation has a legend. comes the bad guy what's what's her name I can't I can never remember Ray yeah oh now she's gonna run away from the TIE fighter can she beat it though I don't think so whoa she doesn't need to look at that she leaped this Christmas you know the, the music is stirring yeah. and you, you love to see these images and it's fun but you're about to see a whole new level of appreciation <laughs> for Star Wars. always be with you.
2: No one's ever really gone. Notice that we did oh 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 no oh wow oh
1: snap oh my i know that laugh uh that's the emperor's laugh (laughs) emperor palpatine oh my star wars the rise of skywalker that's cool okay Mm. that's cool i get a little bit of a chill when i see that this guy gets uh, more than a chill more than a chill (laughs) a deeper appreciation uh thrill if you will if you will uh, reminiscent. Uh, not not of Genghis Khan, but reminiscent of Chris Matthews and <laughs> the thrill up and down his leg or whatever that was. Uh, here's a Star Wars fan. Uh, actually filming himself watching what we just saw. Here's his reaction.
2: Doing. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm gonna turn this puppy up. There we go. And let's do this. Okay. Let's do this, man.
1: he's pleased already
2: (laughs) yes he is
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is so great
2: we've passed on all we know a thousand generations
1: live in you now <laughs> but
2: this is your fight. <laughs> this is sad, man.
1: <laughs> is it though? It's yes. The tears. You can't see through the tears.
2: <laughs> oh, it's gorgeous.
1: It is gorgeous. It's it's a uh, the planet sad. of dust. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
3: Uh, oh, what's your Kyle? <laughs>
1: Oh, no. What's she going to do, man?
2: <laughs>
1: Little expletive there we had to bleep. Chokes up and... <laughs> Look at now, the tears are streaming down his face. Literally. He's crying. He's weeping. What what? <laughs> wow. That's... Uh, that is really something. He cannot. Be with you. Look at this. Look at the look on his face. He's just... sobbing at this point. He's sobbing.
2: What? No, the Emperor.
1: Yeah, the Emperor. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it is. Spoiler alert.
2: <laughs>
1: I like the end too. Listen to this.
3: this more and more epic every time they they don't make this more and more
1: epic every time they they don't my friend they don't because this it hasn't been epic since 1983 but thank you for the question um (laughs) but i love you know your first temptation is to just tear him limb from limb Hmm? and then and then you think well bless his heart he's just so excited about it i've got a goal for this
2: guy he's got Uh he's got what seven eight months before it comes out yep i want him to talk to Mm -hmm. one girl
1: between now and december (laughs)
2: Just want, Just go... I let, you get to, About anything. About anything. The
1: weather. Even Star Wars? Star Wars. Yeah, well. I think you might want to avoid that topic. Okay. Anything but Star Wars. I think that might blow it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has this guy ever had a date? Oh. What would be your guess? I mean, when, when you're that geeked up, uh, and I'm being told by the women around here, no. Um, <laughs> when you're that geeked up on Star Wars, mm-hmm. there's a pretty good chance you haven't had a date. No. But, I mean... The sheer joy is just, I, I watch it like five times and just mercilessly mocking him. And then I thought, you know, the sheer joy this guy has over just seeing a, a teaser trailer is really kind innocent. Did your face do what his did while watching him?
2: Look how funny.
1: No. Okay, see? Then, no. then rip him limb from limb, please. No. Uh, but, you know, you wonder, where are the men? There they are. <laughs> There's one. They, wait. No. <laughs> they're watching Star Wars trailers <laughs> and sobbing over them. That explains a lot. <laughs> we're the men! Society. The ones who haven't died from fluoride and toothpaste or been abducted at the airport by mm-hmm. the pedophile government to train them. Uh, yeah. They're watching Star Wars trailers and getting that geeked up on them. But bless his heart. Bless I mean, his that's heart. just. That's what we're going to say. That's precious. We're going to say bless his heart. Bless his heart. Okay. Because it makes all the ridicule fine then, right? Yeah. You ridicule as much as you want, as long as you say, ah, but bless his heart. He's really, he likes it. He likes it a lot, I think.
2: So he's in a hotel room, (laughs) if you'll notice, that background there. He was clearly in a hotel room traveling.
1: So he was... No way does that guy have a job. Seriously? That's not his parents' basement? I I don't know. I would have laid $1,000 on he's in his parents' basement watching that thing. Wow. So you think he's on a business trip, man? Look at that, see? Oh, that. yeah, it's a, yes. It's the double bed uh, hotel setup.
2: Right? Wait, huh. so did you, Candace, you say that's a green screen? What were you saying to me? I think he's, I think he was traveling and he probably raced from the airport. You know he did. He probably got to the front desk uh-huh. of the hotel and he's like, okay, what's the Wi-Fi password? What's the Wi-Fi password? I gotta see the Star Wars trailer. I've been missing it for 10 minutes. It's been out 10 minutes. I haven't seen it. He races <laughs> upstairs, turns on his camera. is like, oh,
1: this is going, I'm going
2: to make this viral.
1: That's a serious, serious fan right there.
2: That is something.
1: I have my oldest son, because he was raised on Star Wars. I mean, it came out when he was, well, before he was born. But, <laughs> the like the third movie, and then he watched them as soon as VHS was a thing. He watched them over and over and over and over, and he's still a massive fan. But he wouldn't sit there and sob in front right. of a teaser I trailer.
2: remember when the third one was released <laughs> on... Uh, On uh, TV. Remember how you had to wait like two or three years before it was broadcast? Mm -hmm. And that was an event. Yes. There was no video store. There was nothing. Everybody was waiting for it to be shown on TV. (laughs) I remember that. I remember how big
1: of a deal it was. I remember lining up outside the theater waiting for Empire Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Well, you don't because you were probably four. Seventy six, you were born. Mm-hmm. Seventy six, so, yeah. So yeah, in eighty one, Empire Strikes Back, you were only four. I
2: vaguely remember that actually. Just, I mean, just I a was scant little seven.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. I was already out on my own, wow. lining up around the around the theater.
2: Oh, that's cute, Candace asking me what is VHS. Why don't you shut up, you youngin? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is she twelve? Yeah, she's Candace 12. is twelve. Candace is twelve. <laughs> so.
2: So yeah, uh, but I mean, nobody every, awesome. as excited as everyone was for these events <clears throat> lining up. They and didn't get and, like that. I don't know anybody <clears throat> that is even in that in that orbit of that guy, and I'm happy for that.
1: It's kind of like the the Britney Spears thing. Remember that? Only I'm not sure if that was real. Where, they, where he kept saying "Leave Britney alone" or whatever. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, uh, this was 10 that? years ago or 12 years ago or something. 15 years ago It's one of the first really super big youtube deals where the guy got on and i guess britney spears was being ridiculed and he wept yeah. and screamed oh gosh yeah leave britney now. alone is this
2: when she uh cut her hair and she might was have bald? Been.
1: Hmm. yeah it might have been I Chris don't know. crocker
2: american internet celebrity oh that's the title i want uh, under my profile american internet celebrity
1: but click on it and see how many click on the let's see how many uh views it has because it's got to well. be in the hundreds of millions well, I, so, I would guess at this point. There's
2: so many. Um, like this one is uh, over 4 million. Oh. Um, oh, but, yeah, but there's, but there's so many up. different yeah. ones, you know. Yeah.
1: 888 thirty three ninety three. Uh Let me tell you about Riduzone. Uh, great weight loss product. Almost everybody here has or is using it or will use it. Hopefully you will be soon if you're not right now. What are you waiting for? You're going to save a bunch of money if you do it. Um this speeds up your metabolism and reduces appetite. Those are the two things that are probably most important in weight loss. Eat less, exercise. Well, if your metabolism is going faster, it, it, it thinks you're exercising. You can trick your body sometimes. Nice. Uh, there was a six-year study. That's a pretty lengthy study, and it showed that when you lose weight, your body thinks something bad happened to you, so it slows down your metabolism to help you gain the weight back. Thoughtful? You bet. Just not the thought you wanted to have. So Riduzone has that patented ingredient that they took from olive oil, the OEA molecule, and that boosts your metabolism back up and reduces appetite. So you lose weight and you keep it off. For a while, we still have the 30% off deal, and I don't know how long it's going to last. So do this while you're thinking about it. Go to Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Enter the promo code PAT, and you get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, all thirty three ninety three. 93 Everybody's uh, releasing their tax forms, so they're all having to apologize for the fact that they're stingy hypocrites. <laughs> I love uh, Robert Francis. Yeah. Robert Francis O'Rourke, uh, Mr. Hispanic Beto, and his wife. Uh, don't... Give an awful lot of money to charity um a recent analysis of his documents puts him at pretty much the bottom of the Democrat donors to charity. In fact, the O'Rourke's reported donating get this okay they they made three hundred seventy thousand four hundred twelve dollars three hundred seventy thousand dollars. They donated to charity one thousand one hundred sixty six that you might recognize that. As three-tenths of 1%. <laughs> <laughs> three-tenths of 1%. Wow. Wow. When asked about the paltry percentage, how about that? Somebody actually brought it up. Mm-hmm. Good. Hey, dude, why are why are you so selfish? Isn't that who you're all about? Your Democrats are supposed to be all about giving to the poor, helping other people, which is nonsense because... Every study shows conservatives uh, give more to charity than liberals by a factor of five, probably, at at least double. Anyway, he countered by saying that he gives in ways that can't be quantified on a tax return, like running for president. (laughs) Oh, wow, what a massive sacrifice that is. Yeah, that's where he donates his time. I've served in public office since 2005. I do my best to contribute to the success of my community, of my state, and now of my country. There are ways that I do this that are measurable, and there are ways that I do this that are immeasurable. <laughs> These are charities that we donate to that we've recorded and itemized. Others that we've donated to that we have not. I see. Okay. That is, that's pathetic. That's <laughs> pathetic. That's pathetic. percent so
2: wait a minute if 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 he is counting his service um as a representative uh in government then he's not taking a salary
1: yeah is that that what's Uh, happening because he's donating that's not what's happening okay and keep in mind his father-in-law is a billionaire so i mean these people are these people are in massive wealth they they are very well to do they don't wonder where their next meal is coming from. Mm-hmm. He could be giving serious money to charity. He just he's he doesn't because they don't really believe it. All they want is power, all they want is gain, and all they want is to keep people down so that those people will continue to vote for him to try to get the handouts they're offering from other people, not themselves. So, it's uh I I don't know if Democrats are going to buy this probably. Here's the big quote, though. But I will tell you, I'm doing everything that I can right now, spending this time with you. Oh, thank you, Your (laughs) Highness. Thank you, Your Worship. (laughs) Wow. For you to condescend like that to us, Uh I just feel so special. I feel so special. But I will tell you, I'm doing everything that I can right now, spending this time with you, not with our kiddos, not back in El Paso because I want to sacrifice everything to make sure that we meet this moment of truth with everything we've got. <laughs> oh. know, sacrifice everything. Well, except any of my money. Yeah, not that. Give you a little bit of my time. But really, the time I'm giving is for me, because that gives me power and uh, and control. And so... <laughs> what a BS explanation. I'm just so sick of the hypocrisy. Will he be held accountable by... Uh, the reporters that swoon over him? No,
2: nope. I'm, I'm going to his website. I want to see if uh, if we're giving away anything like yard signs or anything. No, no. It's thirty bucks if you want a Beto tote bag. Just so you know, thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks for a, a Beto official logo baseball cap.
1: I heard that his website. And I haven't really checked because I don't care enough about it. Um, but. <laughs> But I heard it's really short on policy and very long on having people buy stuff. From
2: yeah, him. yeah, uh, like a yard sign. Yeah, two feet by one and a half <laughs> feet, fifteen bucks. That'll run you. Sheesh! In other words, promote me, mm-hmm. but yet pay for it. Wait, what?
1: Oh, yeah, my exactly. So is he? Uh, uh, are there T shirts and things? T shirts and yeah. all that 30 stuff. Thirty bucks Beto. for Beto 2020.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: <sighs> I get so angry inside every time I see a car drive by on the freeway with a Beto sign on the back. It's mm-hmm. just so irritating to me. Like, what is wrong with you? What? You just want to follow them and not hurt them or threaten <laughs> them in any way, but stop and say, hey, how could you be so stupid? Yeah. Are you dumb? That might not be the best way to start the conversation. Oh, okay. But... <laughs>
2: You know. Yeah, there's someone at my church that uh, has a Beto sticker that they haven't quite peeled off yet. <clears throat> I saw one of those at my I church. I have
1: no too. idea
2: who oh it gosh. is, but I'd love to have a little talk.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
2: what What are you on, man?
1: It wouldn't go well, though. No. You know that. No. <laughs> so you really can't do that, but man, it's it's baffling. It's mind-boggling. And they're just, again, all of these Democrats are trying to fundamentally tr- uh transform the United States of America, and they're they're doing a good job. <laughs> Obama
2: it. gave him a head start, but they are picking up where he left off.
1: They really are. Mm. And they're much more blatant about it. Uh, they're much more out in the open now because they can be because so many people have bought into the socialist mentality.
2: And I thought, I never thought of it this way, but I thought Arthur Brooks made a great point yesterday when he joined us. It's like, you know, the, the more popular socialism gets, it's more of an opportunity to have conversations about how terrible it is. Right. As opposed to letting it fly under the
1: radar. But as long as you win those conversations, because yeah. otherwise, as open as it is now, yep. and as stalwart the effort, it's kind of scary. That's true. More than kind of. It's, it's really frightening.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, also, speaking of... Uh, frightening things at the border where there's no crisis. Keep in mind. Nope. Yuma, Arizona has just declared an emergency situation. Why? Because there's no crisis. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're overwhelmed with illegals pouring into their city. It's right on the U S Mexico border in Arizona. And they declared a state of emergency on Tuesday. They said they just can't handle the crush of illegals. And the government is being forced to release release them into their streets. Mayor Douglas Nichols said the the immigrants are being released by the Border Patrol into his community faster than they can leave and the local shelters are already at and beyond capacity. He warned of mobs of people roaming the streets looking to satisfy basic human needs. Obviously, they got to go to the bathroom. They need food. They need clothing. They need shelter.
2: Wait a minute, I have to go to the bathroom?
1: Yeah, yeah, illegals still have to is go that, to the bathroom. Is that yeah. a real thing? It is a thing. I just found that out. Wait a minute. Yeah. I just thought of
2: the perfect place.
1: Okay. San Francisco. San Francisco. I mean,
2: it's a sanctuary city. Everyone already is pooping on the streets, you know, when in Rome. So, uh,
1: in fact, we can help them out with where they can poop. Oh, yeah? In San Francisco, okay. we've got a poop map for them. There's
2: a poop map from San Francisco. Oh, look at that. Somebody. There it is right there. Look at that. There is the San Francisco open poop po- map. <laughs> Open the books has actually that, that is. is for real. Since 2011, they have documented every GPS location as reported in the records of San Francisco, the city, and those are all actual <laughs> locations.
1: That's <laughs> the truth. So gross. Yeah. Look at that.
2: Just imagine if you're driving or you're listening to the podcast. It's a it's the it's the city boundaries of San Francisco, and it's completely, completely covered,
1: covered in poop. In poop. How
2: many hundreds of thousands is that? Uh, we got the stats over here.
1: I'll find them. I'll find them. Hang on. Uh, it's nasty. and uh, But again, you know, maybe Yuma, Arizona, sends these illegals because they do have basic human needs like pooping. And uh, you take them to San Francisco and you can go wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> You have to look around for a bathroom. That's just awesome. Everybody go wins. Go wherever you want. I mean, we these, all win. These progressive cities have
2: said they want the immigrants brought to them. Yes. So they, you get that base covered. You make the, the progressive cities happy. Right. Um, they have to defecate, apparently. I just learned. Yes. Uh, San Francisco, obviously a welcome place for that. Uh, they don't want to go back to, to their, on their other country. It's they the best
1: of all worlds. I think everybody wins here. And... Uh so that represents one hundred eighteen thousand three hundred and fifty-two instances of human fecal matter on the streets, what you wow. just saw on the San Francisco poop map. Good <laughs> grief, man. I can't what? 100, oh this says this actually says 132,562 cases. So uh that's that's even worse, obviously. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um There's a homeless population, they think, in San Fran of about 7,500 people. That's, wow. I would have thought more than that. A
2: lot of roughage.
1: Affluent sections of the city have become, we've talked about this too, more dangerous, open air drug use, tens of thousands of discarded needles, and sadly, yes, the human feces. We talked about when we stayed in, in San Francisco for the... Super Bowl a few years ago,
2: a nice part of town,
1: right? and yeah, in a you know multi-million dollar mansions like Nicolas Cage's where we stayed. It's a fifteen million dollar house. Poop all over the street. You can smell it. You can see it. It's needles and all on that nice street with million dollar homes. Amazing. Wow. So Yuma, there's your there's your solution. There's your future. Put them on a bus to San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Let them poop wherever they want. <laughs> Have at it. (laughs) Have at it. Uh, Let me tell you about, speaking of poop, uh, this is a really poopy situation. Uh, Home title lock hears from people all the time, like this person, who told them, I heard you guys warn your listeners about home title theft, but I didn't think we'd be victims. You never do. Until we got a bank notice claiming we defaulted on home loans that we never took out. Some thief took our title online. Forged our signatures, stating he was the owner, and then borrowed against our home and stuck us with the payments. Our identity theft protection didn't stop it. That's going to surprise a lot of people. You're gonna, if you have LifeLock, it does such a great job on others. You'll think it'll do this, but no, it doesn't cover this. The bank said it's our problem, and there was no insurance that covered it. We've spent thousands of dollars trying to get our home back. Please don't let this happen to you. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your house from thieves. HometitleLock.com. They'll get you a free title scan and report just for signing up. HometitleLock.com. At Gray Unleashed. Triple thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Steve Madursky. Who, by the way, I think he's the original Pathead, right? I mean, yeah. he came up with the phrase. Apparently Pat so, Head. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. I believe he did. That's awesome. Uh, Beto Bob gave his guitar solo to the world. What else do you want That's from him? Great point, Steve. Wow. Let's just pause a moment and let that soak in. He's, he's- exactly, exactly right. <sighs> he- like asking, what has Eddie Van Halen done? Can he deduct this on his IRS form? Yes, as far as I'm concerned. Like, what does he write? Like, the notes? Like, I gave to the world uh, an immeasurable uh, guitar riff. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So beautiful.
2: That's what we're going with? Yeah. Beautiful?
1: It's like asking Eddie Van Halen, hey, what have you done? Eruption? (laughs) (laughs) Just stop it. Wow. We're uh, mm-hmm. we're going to let this one we're, we're up, play. Huh? I mean, it was such a good point. Yeah. So we're doing the long form it's IRS. My personal apology to Beto for besmirching him. International Man of Missouri <laughs> tweets regarding the Star Wars trailer guy. That was the second most uncomfortable I've ever been as a listener <laughs> since the Beto guitar abuse. <laughs> guitar wow, abuse. I mean, you got them both in, uh, in, in this first 45 <laughs> minutes of the show. <laughs> good day. You're welcome. Uh, the Steve Forty Two. The fluoride in the water is turning the men into Star Wars geeks. <laughs> uh, Groppy Joe's Cafe. His parents probably evicted him from their basement and put him up, put him up in a hotel room.
2: <laughs> no
1: kidding. And from nobody important. If you're only listening to the show, the beginning of that Star Wars trailer sounded more like something you'd hear from a Jeffy-owned website. <laughs> Some heavy breathing there at the beginning. <laughs> Uh, Jevy mentioned having a turtle army. Oh, yeah,
2: the story he had yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, so after La- the
2: show, we had some tweets coming in, yeah.
1: Laura Parker tweeted, uh, hey, at Keith Malinak, mm-hmm. I'm disappointed you didn't get a laugh track for right? the heroes on a half shell." Heroes on a half show, yeah. Heroes on a half yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> just, a half just a little show. delayed reaction. Turtle power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Then she writes, maybe I'm the only one that found it funny. No, the audience liked it. I think they might have missed it the first time. Yeah, I kind of
2: mumbled. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really, you know, say it loud enough, I guess.
1: <laughs> then from Pat Head, Pat Fat Hat Head, Kristen, yeah, the boys have been slacking on the laugh track lately. <laughs> Sorry. <yeah. laughs> Wait, was that funny or was it just... I, I guess. But that's the audience, they, they It's
2: easy to please this um, studio yeah, audience, but is. they are a little delayed sometimes in how they respond, <laughs> how quickly.
1: <laughs> uh, nobody said they were brain surgeons. From Glenn Beckstead, my birthday's coming up, and I think it'd be awesome if Pat were to send me the home version of the game psychically on the air. It, oh. Yeah, and I would do that if yeah. you uh, let, let us know when your birthday is, Glenn. Cause it's, co- it's coming up. Why don't you send it now? You want to send it early? <sighs> Is that appropriate? I mean, I guess I could.
2: I mean, maybe he doesn't want to say the exact date, but he he just wants to know. All right, Glenn.
1: I am now sending you the home version of our game psychically. And I just did. Wow. Congratulations.
2: Wow. It kind of bothers me or worries me, I should say, when you do that so early in the show because it kind of takes something out of you, you know? Mm -hmm. And you still got over an hour to go.
1: True. Yeah. So um, a lot of energy that goes into it. Uh, Hopefully. Can we get him a donut or something? Oh, yeah. That would help. Okay. Work on that, Martin. And from Laugh Track, it's true. <laughs> Bernie Sanders gave 1% to 3% in charity. However, he was complaining that Trump would not release his taxes to see about his charity. How about that Trump donates his uh, presidential salary? Yeah, that's, awesome. that's $400,000 a year just in his presidential salary that he donates. That's and, a great point, man. Yeah, and nobody <laughs> ever talks about it. The, does the press ever mention that? No, No, it's like a given. Well, so what? And if it does come up, so what? He's he's a billionaire. He doesn't need it. Mm -hmm. Whereas had Barack Obama done that? Oh my gosh. He would have been the hero of all heroes. Wow. The most caring, wonderful, empathetic individual in the history of mankind. Leading
2: by example. Yes.
1: (laughs) He is his brother's keeper, even though he said he no, he did say he was, and then he didn't take care of his brother. That's right. That's how that went.
2: <laughs> That's right. His Remember actual that? brother. His
1: actual <laughs> brother.
2: He wasn't lying. Right? No, nope, he
1: wasn't. <laughs> oh, gosh. Crazy. <sighs> the, the hypocrisy uh, it, on the left is just, it's, uh, it's amazing. Um, okay, so they've already raised $1 billion, I think over a billion now, for the rebuilding of Notre Dame Cathedral. Uh, And it would have burned to the ground in a chain reaction collapse had firefighters not moved as quickly as they did. Apparently, they did a really good job. They actively and aggressively worked to protect the wooden supports in the uh, bell towers from the flames. If the fire reached the wooden structure, they said, from the moment we lose the war of the bell towers, we lose the cathedral because then it's a chain reaction collapse. So fortunately, that didn't happen. But it did destroy most of the lead roof in the 950-year-old architectural treasure. I kept hearing 850, but I think they started its building, oh, the construction. That's what it was. Like 100 years before that. Wow. And then I was reading today, they were, they were hoping it could be wrapped up in about five years, the remodeling. Now they're saying 15. Really? It'd take 15 years to repair this damage? I mean, did it take 100 originally? <laughs> right? Yeah, but we've got a little better technology, it seems like. A little bit. Now, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, because Macron uh, wanted it to be completed by the Olympics in 2024. And then this um, famous restorer of old cathedrals <coughs> and buildings like that says, mm, that's a 15-year job.
1: Really? Wow. So, wow. we'll see. Huh. Um, apparently, they did a pretty good job. In the first place, though. I mean, think of that. The construction of 950 years ago, and then it, it sustains a modern-day fire that's pretty darn serious and mostly holds up. That's, that's impressive. That is impressive, yeah. Good craftsmanship. Uh, 888-933-93. So, again, the Mueller report comes out today. Special counsel Mueller's redacted report and uh, on the investigation. It's coming out. And the press is going ape crazy over this thing. They already know. They think they know what's in it. They think they know that Bob Barr was playing politics and covering for the president. So we'll see. (laughs) They've already
2: already made up their minds.
1: They sure have. Here's a little taste of how made up their minds are.
2: Democrats in Congress are on guard after
3: today because the top lawyer in our land sounded like he was protecting the boss. He's acting in bad faith fundamentally, right? He's acting as an agent of the president as opposed to an independent arbiter. It's almost impossible now to not see him as a political actor. He's now looking more partisan. No concern at all that Barr's summary Zero. may not be an accurate Zero. reflection. Barr cherry picking particular words and phrases. This is the guy that Donald Trump chose. There's a reason and plenty of reason for Democrats to be suspicious. Definitely suspicious, right? Barr is gonna do Trump's dirty work. Jeez. He is doing the president's dirty work here. It is astonishing how quickly Bill Barr has settled into that role for the president. He basically made up facts that he didn't know. He looks like a classic Washington guy at the big desk out in front of the boss, who protects the boss. The attorney general is trying to tear down law instead wow. of trying to protect it. Oh He's my like, gosh. He's like a partisan advocate for yeah. Trump than he is like the attorney general of the United States. There are w- reasons to worry about Barr's objectivity. Barr just injecting politics into this. Nothing that has happened makes me trust Barr. His whole career has been built on being a legal Houdini. On the narrative, it was obvious from the get-go, from the jump, that Barr was trying to set it.
2: Barr is either whitewashing here or, worst case scenario, engaged in covering something up.
3: Could the attorney general be part of a cover-up? You think that it's gonna look
0: like a cover-up? Is Barr covering
3: for Trump or not? Concerns of a cover-up?
0: What specifically in the four-page summary do you think uh, could be the cover-up?
3: Donald Trump got his man. He wanted somebody who was gonna be loyal, he wanted a protector, he wanted a fixer, and Barr is that.
0: Is William Barr more interested in the rule of law?
3: Good question. Or protecting his boss, Donald Trump? Is he using the Mm. rules to protect the president? Given the lengths to which he seems to be going to protect the president. Trying to protect the president. Trying to protect the president. The way that uh, William Barr has handled the the Mueller report in the early days is is almost instantly stamping him as the most partisan uh, attorney general. It seems like Barr solidified his image as Donald Trump's Roy Cohn today. Wow.
1: That is
2: sheer speculation and sheer opinion. And none of those people that you heard
1: have seen the Mueller report. Right? <clears throat> they have no idea what's in it. And using the law to cover for his boss. What? Wait. No, he's following the law. Wow. Despicable. That's just despicable reporting. It is. A, it's a syndrome. They are. It's an absolute. M- It's a madness in in the left-wing media. Just wait till it comes out and then see if there's any reason to be so suspicious. Maybe there is. I don't know. But neither do you. Nobody can just wait.
2: Just wait. Five (sighs) minutes, please.
1: They can't. They they hate this guy so much that uh, they got to bludgeon him the whole way. And then if this... If it comes out and there's nothing suspicious about it, that's the great thing. They're going to lose a little bit more credibility. Wow. 888 thirty three ninety three. Let me take a minute to tell you about Uh Tanya and Glenn started this about seven years ago because they were frustrated. Every time they tried to buy or sell a home, there was no urgency, a lot of unreturned phone calls, no real marketing. The answer was always, let's have another open house, which is just what you don't want to hear. How often do you want people tromping through your house every weekend or during the week even and, you know, trying to keep everything spick and span and not have anything out? It's you want to live in your house until you have to leave. Enter realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn's team knew there had to be a better way and they found three big keys. One, selling or buying is hard. So you've got to be really committed to this. You need a track record of success. There's no part-time or inexperienced agents in the network. And there's over a thousand of them nationwide. Number two, the market value can't be done by some algorithm. You have to be an expert in the marketplace. You have to know the comparables in the neighborhood and be able to advise the home seller on what the market will tolerate to get top dollar. And you want it to sell fast. Longer it sits there, the worse it is. Plus you want to like the agent that you're going to be with all this time and trust your biggest investment to. So, they're fans of the show. We see to that, that, that they're fans and that you're going to have at least that in common with them. So get moving now with real estate agents, especially if you're relocating, then you need it on both ends. You have to sell, you have to buy real estate agents. will introduce you to the best agent in your area. Uh, So we were talking about uh, Beto's response to charity. Uh, let's take a look. He was at a college. I'm not sure which one. This. Do you know what college? I don't. He was speaking, and at? you've read
2: these quotes. The audio is kind of rough, uh, but uh, oh, you can't hear him. Yeah, it's kind of rough, and, I, and that's why I thought you were reading the quotes earlier. You've basically covered everything that he said there about how about
1: donations. And taxes. I donate my
2: time as a public servant.
1: And how did the did they respond to that, or did they were they silent? I
2: don't recall. How did they respond to that? I that's what know. I wanted to see. Okay, let's let's, see. let's just take okay. a quick look and
1: see if they bought in.
0: Thank you for the question. The question about
2: your charitable donations. First of all, we would
0: all like to ensure that every person who holds the highest position of power and public trust in this country releases his or her taxes so that we understand whether there are any real or perceived conflicts of interest so that we hold ourselves Uh accountable as I am doing with you right now. I've served in public office since 2005. I do my best to contribute to the success of my community, of my state, and now of my country. There are ways that I do this that are measurable, and there are ways that I do this that are measurable. There are charities that we donate to that we've recorded and itemized, others that we've donated to that we have not. But I'll tell you, I'm
3: doing everything I can right now
1: Yeah, to excuse myself for being a stingy bastard. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) Everything I can right now. to not look as bad as I really look. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't know if they bought it, but eh, probably they're there for him. So pathetic. It's just uh, the hypocrisy from the other side is mind numbing. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three, ninety three. Also, uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I have all of these issues <clears throat> been proven right on so many things. Uh, like what these Democrats' true motivations are. Uh, like the fact that we do have a crisis at the border and an emergency situation. And they continue to deny that. Uh, I mean, Every single issue that comes up, they've got some lame reason or rationale or excuse for. And we continue to point out, these people don't really care about the little guys in this country. No. And now,
2: now, you, now you've got an anti-Semite rearing her head, you know, and Nancy Pelosi having to deal with
1: that as well. And kind of, a, she, she's excusing that too, really. Yeah. So she was, uh, she was on, Nancy Pelosi was on with uh, Christian Amanpour. Mm-hmm. on cnn talking about omar's 9-11 comments here's how that went
0: just want to move uh, again to the anti-semitism route because it's not just happening in the uk and the labor party it's happening actually in the united states right now um, representative ilhan omar of minnesota has come under fierce criticism um, including from within your own party but certainly from the republican party uh, the president has tweeted against her uh, suggesting that you know, there's some sort of linkage with this video he's tweeted about the towers and what she said about 9-11. Are you concerned for her well-being, first and foremost? You asked for more security around her. Yes, but I, I don't think that the Congresswoman is anti-Semitic. I, I wouldn't even put
1: those in the same category. Oh, of course not. No, no. No, that's silly, right, to think of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Uh, she yeah. is priceless, isn't she? Yep. She's really, truly wonderful. you got to love it. She also talked about uh, Trump he, yeah. uh, bankrupt of ideas.
2: Yeah, yeah. And this is interesting because, you know, she's on foreign soil and uh-huh. she did exactly what we talked about Again. yesterday. No, well, no, she actually, she's old school, you know. She has a little bit of respect, you know. She'll, she'll say that there. Okay, flipping, here, yeah. here
1: she is.
0: Are you concerned that your opposition going towards the next election, or however they wish to use it, will use that to call, as the president has done, you know, the Democrats what are, are not the party of friends
3: to Jews. I the, think party that, I of think the president the
0: is the bankrupt of any ideas. I, I don't want to talk about the president here because I'm overseas. Mm-hmm. Uh, come see me in oh, wow. Washington, D.C., and I'll tell you when I think about that.
3: And the president. Ah. But no, I, 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 because the Demo- we are not. and <laughs> We have no taint of that. And the Democratic Party, oh, and just because they want to accuse somebody okay. of that, doesn't mean uh, that uh, that we
0: take that bait. Huh.
1: <laughs> that they have no taint in the Democrat Party taint. about anti-Semitism. No oh taint. wow! No taint. Uh, that's just a downright bald face <laughs> lie. <laughs> I know, and she knows it. Yeah, but I do love the fact that she didn't go down the bash Trump road mm-hmm. overseas. And that just goes to show, yes, there is that written rule, unwritten or written. I, I don't know, but they all know about it. Our politicians know that you're not supposed to be bashing America on foreign soil. If if you want to say it here to our face and defend your position and all of that, that's one thing. But going across the, the ocean and taking shots at the nation is just really despicable. And even Nancy Pelosi wasn't going to do it. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's amazing, hmm. but she was quick to say,
2: uh, "When we get back to D.C., come and tell me. Yes, and ask me, yes. I'll totally tell you everything uh, I want to. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: be happy to tell you how much I hate that yeah, guy." That's not then. a problem. Just get me back over yeah. there. <laughs> uh, but oh. I'm kind of surprised that showed just a tinge, just a tinge of class. Uh, so good for her. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Man, there is still so much. Uh, to get to.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. You're talking about animal videos?
1: Uh, <laughs> no. Talk- oh, no. I thought that's what you meant. I Surprisingly. I- yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, New Mexico has become the latest state to vote for the popular vote for president instead of the electoral college. Oh, goodness. That's, uh, we'll tell you how many that makes in the country. And you know, eventually it's going to be time to talk about the convention of states again, because this is getting out of control. Mm-hmm. More packray ray Unleashed coming up. Thirty-three ninety-three. also at pat unleashed on twitter the steve 42 tweets uh how have you decorated your muller report day tree this year <laughs> uh i'm not gonna say because I, I i don't want a bunch of people copycatting me you, you have like yeah, a unique I, I, way to do it really unique yeah hmm. uh sunk flex <laughs> sunk flex seal boat <laughs> uh with pat searching for a word to describe the media i thought Travis Shamakery was coming. Almost reset the counter.
2: Oh. Not quite, though. Not quite. Sounds like a future bingo square.
1: Uh, Just too muck and fudge. Beto thinks his running for office is charitable. What a delusional douche. (laughs) (laughs) He's delusional. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good stuff. Uh, That is. And for blah, blah, blah. Love the blah, blah. This Rashida Ocasio-Omar lady found all of her political ideas on the streets of San Francisco. Yeah, where there's <laughs> where there's poop everywhere so it fit right in. You can't tell the difference. That's great. <laughs> Apparently, we've got a new guitar virtuoso Whoa. in the Democrat primary field. Do uh, we? This is exciting. Wow. Pete Buttigieg is also an accomplished uh, guitarist. There can be no a, other. A virtuoso. It's Beto or Bust, man. I, You know, for, for a long time now, over over a year, certainly several years, we've really thought that Beto was state of the art. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I actually haven't heard him play, but I know he went out and he had his guitar with him for some reason <laughs> at a campaign stop and, and he played it. Here's Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg. <laughs> what kind of music do you listen to?
0: Uh, you know, it, it really depends, but uh, uh, you know, uh, music's been a very important part of my life. Uh, I grew up playing piano and, and guitar. I'm, I'm kind of turning back to the classics right now. I spent oh, a yeah. lot of time yeah. with my dad listening to Cosmos, Factory, Credence, Clearwater, that, that kind of classic. Really? Uh, work. Uh, and I'm kind of going back to that. I, I'm really? increasingly convinced it's a what, what did you listen to in high school, when you were hanging out with your friends in high school? A lot of Dave Matthews in my life back then, a okay. fair mm-hmm. amount of fish. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing. What you do you play? I know you play guitar. What uh, what kind of songs do you play on guitar? Yeah, it just depends. I'm not a very good singer, so so I do better with stuff you can kind of solo to in an interesting way. I think which is why I got into Jimi Hendrix.
2: Hmm?
0: You just have
1: a Les Paul sitting around? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Just yeah. half to Okay, uh, hmm. these guys need to stop. Mm-hmm. Unless you really can play, stop. Uh, what are you doing? What was that supposed to be? I don't know. What
2: song was that?
1: No idea. I was, I was expecting like something from CCR since he yeah. mentioned it. because, and It's usually pretty fundamental stuff. <laughs> CCR's early work is not difficult to play on the guitar. It's like three chords and you're done. <laughs> and then he goes to, I don't know, something even less than that. I don't know what that was. That's great. Okay, so he did not surpass Beto there. Uh, <laughs> is this Beto still reigns supreme for this. <laughs> good I'm afraid the show's
2: going to be over. The show's going to
1: be over. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So we got Beto okay. on guitar. We got yeah. Butter Judge on guitar. We got Bernie Can Sing, obviously. He's oh, a obviously. crooner.
1: He's terrific.
2: I mean, I'm sure Elizabeth Warren... Maybe we can play the drums or something. So yeah. we got a whole band going there.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't mind if they formed a band and then just played bars every weekend uh-huh. and left us alone the rest of the time. That would be great. That would be great. We should all be telling them how talented they are, so maybe they'll consider that. <laughs> Let's get together and go play somewhere. Maybe you'll make a lot of money. You're mm. really good. Go do that. Go. Go do that. And you know what? You can't do that part-time. You, you've got to be committed. That has to be your full-time gig from now on. So, uh, okay, well, we
2: could siphon off some of the uh, hopefuls for 2020 that way.
1: O'Rourke is now contemplating a an appearance on Fox News, doing one of those uh, town halls like Bernie just did. Mm-hmm. It worked out pretty well for Bernie. So now O'Rourke is saying he'd be willing to go on Fox News as well. Used to be absolutely verbatim verboten mm-hmm. for for uh, any of these Democrats to go on Fox. But now I think they're realizing that whenever they go on CNN, MSNBC, NBC, CBS, ABC, you're just preaching to your choir. So they need to find new places, new people. Speaking to uh, reporters in a dusty parking lot behind a coffee shop following a campaign rally that attracted about 300 people. Wow, his crowds are getting smaller and smaller.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, O'Rourke criticized Fox News practices, but said he doesn't want to write anybody off in this country. Though I strongly disagree with the practices of that organization, which has blurred the news, not just between news and entertainment, but between news and policy and the administration they're they're tasked with covering and holding accountable. But I want to make sure I don't write anybody off in this country for their choice of cable programming. And so, yes, I will continue to try to engage with Americans regardless of the platform or the format of the TV station. What specific show or format? I can't speak to, but yes, I will speak to Fox viewers. Interesting, because he, he, they never mentioned MSNBC in this. Who's the opposite? Every Democrat talking point, every friendly uh, Democrat principle, the, every single one of their, including Joe Scarborough, they're all friendly to the Democratic ideals. And so uh, that never comes up, though. But it's always Fox mm-hmm. is is biased, but nobody else, I guess. <laughs> it's just, it's amazing. But he did confirm he'd be willing to appear on the network. And apparently Judge uh, is considering it, too. So that'll be interesting. Only if uh, they bring their guitars and they play together. I'd love to see them bring their guitars. Yeah. That would be fun. Oof. Also now, uh, New Mexico is the latest state to approve the national popular vote.
2: Oh, goody. Yes.
1: Now got a growing number of states, 14 plus the District of Columbia, that have passed legislation to give their five electoral votes to the presidential candidate who wins the national popular vote.
2: Wow. Way to silence the voices in your state.
1: Yep. Governor Michelle LeJohn Grisham. A Democrat, of course, signed House Bill 55 on April 3rd. Uh, The group that's pushing the interstate compact says the compact would guarantee the presidency to the candidate who receives the largest number of votes in all 50 states in the District of Columbia. Compact does not abolish the electoral system. Well, you can't because it's mandated by the Constitution, (laughs) but it certainly undermines it. Um, It it circumvents it.
2: it. It undermines the people in your own state with that signature. You just told the, the citizens of New Mexico, your voice doesn't matter as much as everybody else's in the country.
1: Yeah, go take a flying hike, we'll say. <laughs> we'll say that. Uh, so, how could this possibly be declared constitutional by the Supreme Court if it's challenged? Hopefully, I, I think, it wouldn't.
2: I think it would pass because um, uh, states would be left to run their elections how they see fit. And if man. that's how they see fit, as stupid oh and asinine and ridiculous as it is, that's what those states want to do.
1: So in addition to New Mexico, there's also California, of mm-hmm. course, Colorado, Connecticut, D.C., Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Massachusetts, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington, every single one of them, a Democrat uh, stronghold, mm-hmm. every one of them. And that represents 189 electoral votes. That's a a pretty solid start for these people.
2: And they're saying, this movement is saying, when we get to 270.
1: Mm -hmm. That's the number needed to elect a president. Right.
2: When we get that number of electoral votes represented by these states, then we will have this pact, this agreement, that that's how we will submit our electoral votes. So I don't know that you even need to worry about the Constitution in this. I mean, there's just an agreement among the state. I mean, I'm sure somebody could challenge it, but it just sounds like uh, that's the way they want to go. That's how they're going to do it. Stupid.
1: Here's what Alexander Hamilton wrote in the Federalist Papers. Uh, Federalist 68, he said, A small number of persons selected by their fellow citizens from the general mass will be the most likely to possess the information and discern requisite to elect the president. Now, that might seem dated because there's a lot more information available to us now, but there's also a lot more things that take our attention away from important issues. And so we're just as... We're probably more uninformed today than we were back then. And that was a big worry of the founders. was They wanted people to vote who understood what was going on. Hmm, now we're encouraging every... Morons, idiots uninformed totally ignorant people everybody come and vote well that's not a good thing yeah.
2: we may be more informed but we're not more intelligent
1: that's uh, for we darn have sure. we have access
2: to the information we just don't utilize it
1: Ah, oh, man it's frightening also uh Buddha talked about uh how the GOP is manipulating elections. Oh, I love this discussion. This is, this is always, yes. this is really top five on my hit chart right now, <laughs> is GOP manipulation of the elections. Here's what he said.
0: Most Americans don't want this. Most Americans don't want the conservative agenda that we're now seeing, the extreme agenda that we're, we're seeing in Washington. In fact, it is precisely for that reason. Oh. That they have to interfere with democracy with things like voter suppression or clinging on an electoral college that overrules the will of the American people. It is precisely because the American people, by and large, don't want what they're selling. That they are relying on manipulations of our political structure in order to keep their agenda in play.
1: Agonizing. <laughs> Just absolutely agonizing. <laughs> Man. I can't take it. I, I, I mean, The... The sheer insanity, the sheer butt stupidness, (laughs) the absolute ignorance, the misunderstanding of the principles (sighs) that guide this country, the founding principles. (laughs) Jeez. Ah! He thinks most Americans don't don't want this uh, incredibly... What conservative agenda... What what has happened that's conservative in any way? We don't even have the wall started yet. We can't so much as protect our border, which seems like it should be a universal principle. Uh but it certainly isn't. That's ah, I can't I just can't <sighs> Yeah, we, I, I can't believe where we are.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's he's completely wrong. The things that conservatives run on don't end up being the agenda, like you just said. Where's the border wall? We've got we've got, hmm. for all intents and purposes, a very bold and powerful president. We don't have his signature issue, which is the border wall. We didn't get rid of Obamacare. Our tax cuts were were not nearly what they should have been. Uh,
1: we don't know exactly how the Supreme Court's going to work out on on the picks, but it's not going the right way. So it's not they've turned down many conservative Don't tell me issues. that
2: we're being swamped with conservative ideas and policies. It's the opposite of
1: that. It's the exact opposite. Look at New York uh with their abortion bill. Vermont tried it. Virginia went down that road. Uh somebody else just recently proposed it as well. And if you fight for life of a child at all, uh they they will call you uh anti-woman Um, You hate women. You hate freedom. (laughs) You're a religious zealot who doesn't know what you're talking about. And yet they continue down the road of socialism and infanticide. And they don't get accused of extremism and radicalism. That's what Americans don't want. They don't want your brand. And Buttigieg talks like he's this, oh, I'm just a moderate guy. Hey, I'm just a normal, average, everyday, regular guy. I'm not an extremist. And then he'll give you all the same extreme policies that everybody else has, and in some cases, more. This guy's pretty dangerous, I think. Mm -hmm. Pretty darn dangerous.
2: Yep, got some slick packaging right now. All
1: right, let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. If you want to feel better, and if you want your immune system to uh, work properly, Then you need to feed it the right things. You know, the superfoods, the kale, the quinoa, the stuff I just hate. But it's all mushed up, smashed up, and put into a, a tastier form in Field of Greens. It's real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. Has antioxidant power. It'll boost your immune system. It's pre- and probiotic. And it's real food. It's not just an extract. Real food. And if it weren't for Field of Greens, I just wouldn't get kale and spinach and all that stuff in my diet. If you want to do the same thing, go to BrickHousePat.com and you'll get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. Field of Greens from BrickHouse Nutrition. A better you awaits. BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh don't forget the big report comes out today. Yes. Muller report. Uh about half an hour after the show ends. Oh shoot, so we're not gonna be able to no, sit here and it. read
2: through mm-hmm. the redactions and all the no. good stuff and
1: Well, yeah, but talk about it. It'll be too late for today's show and
2: well, by tomorrow so it'll be old news. By
1: tomorrow it's old news. We got to
2: move on. Something else,
1: except for the fact that this is—I'm excited about it. I'm so excited about talking about this. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to end until like the year twenty-one thousand. I just think so. You don't mean twenty-one hundred. You no, mean I mean 20, the year twenty-one thousand. Yes, that's a commitment to the yeah, story. We need Pat. to talk about this for nineteen thousand years. <laughs> You're probably going to get your wish. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> yep. Uh and then, you know, in in, in the year 21019, we'll do like a throwback Thursday where we talk about talking about it until <laughs> 21000. So that should be fun. That we can look look forward to that.
2: And and what is that going to be?
1: Year twenty one thousand. But what's the,
2: what's the special day called?
1: Uh throw It's called Throwback Thursday. And it's when you play it's fun throwback stuff, it's fun you know, like we were talking about Nancy Pelosi. We could we could go to throwback <laughs> Thursday and play some stuff from the past uh, from stuff. Nancy Pelosi like this. This was always been one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite moments from Nance uh, just about 10 years ago. I think I was still in Houston. And it was right before I went back uh, to work with Glenn in New York. Uh, she said this.
0: Three that we do not have an economic recovery package, five hundred million Americans lose their jobs. Five hundred million think they can go fast enough.
1: No, not if we're if we're hemorrhaging jobs at the tune of five hundred million American jobs a month. That's Boy. six billion a year. That's too many. So that's too many. And at the time, mm-hmm. at the time, it reminded me of uh, the. Proclaimer song 500 miles. I remember walk that one. A thousand miles. So, on this throwback <laughs> Thursday, I thought we'd throw back to it hmm. 500 million jobs being lost. Hmm. Frightening. When I wake up and they hear Nancy Pelosi, I tend to throw up just a little in my throat when she tells me how to stimulate the economy I'm gonna be the one who's jumping off the boot (laughs) she's so stupid no she doesn't have a brain she has the smartness of a bathroom bowl brush but now she tells us just how bad it really is and there's nothing that the rest of us can do and we would lose five hundred million jobs and we would lose five hundred million more just to be the place that Lost a billion jobs in two months and got real poor. A little throwback Thursday. That was well, good. I mean, I'm sorry. A little throwback Thursday. We've lost lots of jobs. A lot. A lot. I a mean, lot. It was six billion. It's too many in a year. That's Every too many. Year? So, yeah.
2: so since that time, over ten years, holy cow, that's sixty billion 60 jobs. Sixty
1: billion jobs, <laughs> in
2: just this country.
1: You would think that we wouldn't be doing as well as we are right now, but <laughs> somehow, it's we managed. It's amazing
2: how Trump has pulled this thing together. Right? I mean, he doesn't get
1: enough credit for that at all. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, got some uh, tweets here at Pat Unleashed. Neck down crew tweets breaking. Beto, Bernie, and Buttigieg just dropped world tour dates. Oh. Breaking. BBB have just been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh,
2: that hurts. Bound to happen.
1: Bound to happen before Foreigner. Mm Mm-hmm. Aaron Disney tweets, Beto on lead. Uh, Buddha judge, judge, Judge on rhythm guitar. Bernie's vocals, there you go, yeah. Warren's buffalo drums, <laughs> Tulsi on the u- ukulele, oh. and Biden as the sleazy manager. Oh, oh yes. Man.
2: Oh, we have to design a movie role for Joe Biden to be a sleazy <laughs> band manager.
1: Aaron tweets, oh. uh, this band has some t- has some potential. And of course, they'll beat Foreigner into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Of course
2: they
1: will. Uh, James Stewart. Pat will not tell us how he decorated his Muller Day tree, but I bet he waters it with Liberal tears. Yeah, you'd bet properly on that. That's, that's really good. That's true. It is true. Uh, 888 thirty three ninety three. 93393 Ooh, another breaking news item. Oh, breaking news. Terry McAuliffe. Okay. Will not run for president.
2: We have a Democrat that's not running for president? That is that? break. That is big. We should have led with that this morning, man.
1: Wow. Uh, we, we should always... Lead with how many people aren't running for president because that's a lot shorter list. For some reason, he said he will not run for president, concluding that his moderate profile would have limited appeal. That's for sure. (laughs) Oh, my
2: gosh. Wait, Terry, we live in a world where Terry McAuliffe is moderate. Isn't that
1: amazing? Okay. Uh, And he, he said it'd just be too hard choosing between younger, more progressive contenders and veteran politicians like Sanders and biden joseph biden jr who is expected to enter the race i would love to have run for president he said but he conceded it would have been a hard primary yeah you would have been done in about i don't know 15 minutes probably or or while
2: the band was warming up
1: yeah he's (laughs) terry terry mcauliffe would have no choice that was a good that was a good decision on his part some of these other unknowns i don't know why they can't reach the same conclusion they all do these exploratory committees you can't tell me that John Delaney or whatever that guy's name is that nobody's heard of, right? Put together an exploratory committee, and they came back to him and said, "John, yes. you've got a hu- you you've got a huge opportunity here. We see an opening see here. An opening here. <laughs> I mean, there is a hole for you. Like you can't believe. Oh, it's like yes. the Grand Canyon. You just slip right in there. Hmm. I mean, what are they doing?" I thought the exploratory committee was supposed to determine how viable your candidacy would be. And
2: have you ever heard a follow-up from an exploratory committee come back and no. you say, you
1: know what? You know what? He's not good. Not happening. No, you don't have any chance. Not one that chance. That is just
2: in. like the raise money period, you know, between that's, between announcing an exploratory and announcing you're in.
1: And that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, 888-933-93. Oh, somebody who not only ran for president, but became president. Um, somebody sent us... This, oh, re- this is really good. cool video. <laughs> they thought of you, man. <laughs> uh, and you'll see why here in a second. Barack Obama speaking.
2: <laughs> here we go.
1: <clears throat> From the old days. Oh. Oh, we don't have that. Oh, it might be in my sent folder. It might have been sent oh, to myself. Well, good. I'm glad I set that up. And then it didn't play. That's, that's great. <sighs> We'll find Maybe it. we'll get that before the end. <laughs> yeah, but, we'll find yeah, it. And it's too late. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about home title lock then. Last yeah. year, yeah, the Manhattan me. District Attorney's Office released a grand jury report that noted law enforcement received 2,000 complaints of deed fraud, almost all of them, faulty notarization. Uh, the grand jury called it an epidemic. Criminals are looking for vulnerable properties. Uh, They scan the obituaries. They pour through public records. It can take as little as a forged deed to transfer ownership. And then once they do that, it's almost impossible to reverse. But now you can prevent this crime from ever happening to you or to someone you love with home title lock. And when you see the uh, experts at home title lock When they show you just how quickly they can transfer your title online, and then they obviously don't do anything with it, but they do it to show you the process and how frightening it is. And when that happens, you know you've got to get it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and get registered to find out if your home's already been compromised. It's $100 normally to get a free title scan and report. They're going to throw that in just for signing up. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, get your home protected, please. HomeTitleLock.com
3: It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes.
1: So, some idiot walked into St. Patrick's Cathedral in Manhattan yesterday with gas cans and lighter fluid. Oh, boy. And was thankfully arrested by NYPD without incident. So I guess because he saw Notre Dame burning, thought, hey, that's a good idea. Yep. How weird is that? Jeez. Just unbelievable. And they've got they've got a photo of the of the cans of gas that he attend, intended to use, apparently. Jeez. Uh triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Also, Alex Trebek has shared a, a health update. You know, he he has was it stage four pancreatic yes. cancer? Oof, man. But uh, he says he's feeling good, and he's going to return this fall. He says September. He's back. Okay. So is it completely off the air, or are they in reruns?
2: No, no, no. So they're just in between seasons. Yeah. Just, it just happened to time out that way. and so. But don't they run reruns? When oh, they're not I guess the... during the summer, sure. Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: This is going to be... Uh, No, it's already been. The 35th year of Mm -hmm. Jeopardy! with Alex Trebek.
2: Yep. But he looks good in this video. Yeah, he does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do we have that? Yes. Hi, everyone. Some of you may recall that
3: at the beginning of this season, I promised you that we had some surprises in store for you. Uh, Well, of course, I had no idea at that time that there were some surprises in store for me as well. So here, on the last day of taping for our 35th anniversary season... I wanted once again to thank you for your continuing messages of encouragement and support, particularly the many cards I've received from young people. Uh, I'm touched beyond words. Uh, I've always tried to be straight with you, and I'm not going to stop now. So despite what you may have heard, I'm feeling good, I'm continuing with my therapy, and uh, we by we, the staff, is already working on our next season, the 36th year of Jeopardy. Mm. So I look forward to seeing you once again in September with all kinds of
1: good stuff. That's great. He does look good.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I looks hope, strong. I hope that that was real recent. I don't know if Me he too. recorded that, you know, right before he started going in, but uh all the best. To Alex yeah, man. yeah.
1: Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Conservative review reporter uh, Jordan Skakdal recently came up came upon an interesting tidbit. Uh, a publication that covers the Somali community in the Twin Cities, in the Minnesota area, in so Minneapolis Saint Paul. Uh, he found a story there by the Somali language paper and its founder and editor about a closed-door meeting that took place in New York City in 2017 between Turkish President Erdogan and a then-relatively-unknown representative named Ilan Omar. Omar, the immigrant from Somalia who won election to uh, the U.S. House of Representatives, led a delegation of Somalis from Minnesota to meet with Erdogan in New York. Erdogan was in town for the U.N. General Assembly. Omar flew in to meet him. What's most interesting about the meeting, though, is that aside from the fact that the president of Turkey agreed to meet with a local Minnesota state legislator, Hmm. is that it took place in the very same hotel room where Erdogan, either just before or just after his meeting with Omar, met with the assembled top leadership of the U.S. Muslim Brotherhood. Wow, PJ Media.
2: That is great. That's impressive. Look at these pictures. I'm
1: sure that's total coincidence. We got, you know? the,
2: pic- we got the pictures of her uh, meeting with him. Look at that.
1: That's, uh... that's her and Erdogan, not a Muslim Brotherhood member, though, mm-hmm. right?
2: Right. And then they have another picture of Erdogan meeting with Muslim Brotherhood right. members. So,
1: so nobody's going to care about that. They're, nope. Nah, whatever. They just had a meeting. Those are separate. She didn't have anything to do with that. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, something's mm-hmm. not right there. Mm-mm. Listen to her. Watch her. Uh, you can feel there's something wrong there. Well, but
2: there's no taint of anti-Semitism no in the Democratic Party, all. according to
1: Nancy Pelosi.
2: There's no. no taint.
1: and she's more American than you or me.
2: Or apple pie, for that matter. <sighs>
1: mm-hmm. That's what you think of. You know, the old the old Chevy jingle. Baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Alan Omar. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. It's, it just it makes more sense now that we know who Alan Omar is. Yes. I, I was always... Kind of stumped when the song came I out. Sounds a little wordy. Baseball, and, yep. hot dogs, apple pie, and Alan Omar. I didn't I didn't get it, but I do now. Do now. I do now. Just mm-hmm. super American. Super super duper American. Ultra mega Doppler American. <laughs> uh as is Barack Obama. Now we <laughs> threatened you with the uh Barack Obama Oh yeah, that was my bad. I emailed it to myself. Video. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that was dumb. So, yes. Stupid. No argument. Ridiculous. Here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyway, here's what he had to say on uh, this particular day. It was fascinating. (laughs) Barack Obama.
2: No, let's play. See, the weekly address right there, October 24, 2009. Thanks. (laughs) I forgot who sent that to me last night, but they thought of you, and so uh, we thought we would share that, Mister, you know, Whistle Mouth over there. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) That's good stuff.
1: (laughs) Just highlighting his little problem with the whistle thing that he did. Yeah, yeah, that was a big night last
2: night too, because uh, NFL schedule came out. Oh yeah, excited about that.
1: A very yeah, oh, yeah. it's just so exciting when I see who they're gonna play. Mm-hmm. That's wow, that is the highlight of my spring, really. Uh, I don't. Do you actually that. get?
2: Oh my excited gosh. about it? I think it's like one of the greatest days of all of the football season. What? Why? Because I can plan out my life now, September through December. Okay. I know exactly where I'm going to be. Now, of course, flex scheduling screws that up. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I know the Falcons are going to play on uh, Thanksgiving night now against the Saints.
1: Oh, wow. That's terrific. That's good, right? The the, the
2: Packers are going to open up, as we know, on Thursday Night Football. In Chicago. uh, At Chicago. I know
1: that. So, um,
2: it's exciting. Are you kidding me? The draft, the schedule release, the playoffs.
1: I'm excited about the draft, but the Mm -hmm. schedule (laughs) release never... Never excites me, wow. but it obviously does you, yeah. so that's, that's you'll, you'll be a
2: Falcons fan week one. They open up at Minnesota. Oh,
1: yeah. I'll so want them know. to beat Minnesota. That's okay. true. So
2: look, we'll have right. a, a common enemy uh, week one, at least.
1: So do you think uh, Kyler Murray's going number one next Thursday? Oh, oh <clears throat> quick heads up. Before you talk about
2: Kyler Murray, week two, Eagles and Falcons are going to play. Stu and I are going to get together at your house and watch it on the big screen.
1: <laughs> You're getting together in my house? Sunday Night Football, week no. two. Okay. We'll see you then. Oh, uh, Kyler Murray, I don't
2: know. Uh, Cardinals, uh, apparently, I guess the the Cardinals released some promotional stuff, mm-hmm. and Rosen was not in it, the quarterback they currently have. So oh. that's a little uh, yeah. tip of the cards there, huh? Seems like it. Mm-hmm. So he'll probably be an Arizona Cardinal.
1: Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how the how he does in the NFL. He's, he's only 5'10", 5'9", 5'10". Really a short little guy. He's kind of like a um, Doug Doug Flutie Flutie Mm type, Um, but maybe better. We'll see. Doug Flutie, he carved himself out a pretty good career. Yeah, he did. So a female Democrat, state representative from Ohio, Representative Janine Boyd, drafted an amendment last week. Because last week, you might remember, Ohio passed a heartbeat bill, meaning... Soon as the heartbeat's detected, abortion's off. You can't do that anymore. So her amendment sought to have black babies exempted from that pro-life legislation.
2: So they're not protected in Ohio under this proposed bill.
1: That's what she wanted. Oh my gosh. It would bar babies with detectable heartbeats from being killed via abortion. But she wanted an exemption for African American women to abort their babies for any reason up to 20 weeks. Now, why would you do what? Wow. Wait, okay, so you do want black babies to be murdered just like Margaret Sanger did. Oh no. I just never thought I I would see it from a repre a black representative. Yeah. What? I thought, you know, okay, the KKK might propose an amendment like that. She likened the restrictions on abortion to slavery as she urged her fellow lawmakers to support the measure. This is such weird, upside-down logic. Mm -hmm. It's slavery because you're telling the woman not to kill her own baby, I guess, not allowing her to do that. She said black slaves were once treated like cattle and put out to stud in order to create generations of more slaves. Our country is not far enough beyond our history to legislate as if it is. Thankfully, the amendment failed. And so black babies aren't exempt. They'll be able to survive and live as well.
2: Well, thank you. That what
1: grief. That is exactly what Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, intended for Planned Parenthood, was to get rid of minorities. The undesirables. She hated black people. She hated Hispanics. She hated people who uh, had handicaps. She wanted to create a pure white race. I <laughs> just, and now you've got a Democrat representative, ironically, so sickly, uh, proposing to do the same thing. That is really something. How can you possibly be that stupid? evil. It really is. It really is. 888 thirty three ninety three. 93 Speaking of babies, Lamina Guiller, uh, Rodriguez, she's a mother of four. She was driving last Thursday morning in Midtown Manhattan, and the traffic was really bad, and her three-week-old baby was crying in the backseat because she was hungry. So, uh, Ms. Rodriguez says, it was an immense amount of traffic. Took me 45 minutes to an hour just to get from 42nd to 30th Street. Man, that's frustrating. That's eight blocks. You might recognize that as eight blocks. Her first order of business was to feed her baby. Um, and she breastfeeds. So she finally found an open spot and nabbed it. And it was one of those commercial vehicle only places. Mm-hmm. That you see a million times in New York and you know, okay, what are the chances a commercial vehicle is going to need this right now? And her baby screaming in the background needs to be fed. And there's too much traffic to try to go anywhere else. No win situation. So she pulled over and took it. And she said, even though I saw it was a commercial area, I'm like, I'm not obstructing traffic. I'm not blocking anybody. Let me just stay here and I'll breastfeed the baby here. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Seems fine. Not so much. She got in the back, back seat, and she started breastfeeding her baby. And after a few minutes, uh, a N- N- NYPD tow truck pulled up in front of her vehicle.
2: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. In New York City, the police have a fleet of tow
1: trucks. Mm-hmm. And they're on it, too. Boy, the, yep. they don't mess around. Everywhere They will tow you, and you'll come out, and your car's gone, and you'll have no idea what happened. He's backing, up to my, he's backing up to tow my truck, so as I'm in this position breastfeeding right now, I jump over the front seat and honk so he can see. Don't tow my truck, she said. Uh, then a ticket agent emerged, walked up to Rodriguez's uh, vehicle, and probably wasn't prepared for what he saw. <laughs> She said, I'm actually breastfeeding on one side and pumping on the other. So both my breasts are out. And I turn and I'm like, I'm breastfeeding the baby. And he turned and looked and he's like, oh, okay. Except it wasn't okay. He slapped a $115 ticket on her windshield oh, Come on. and left. What a dreadful city
2: hate. with no
1: soul. That's... That's New York yep. to a T, isn't it? Mm-hmm. She said, "I'm here breastfeeding." He just gave me a ticket anyway. I mean, can't you cut somebody some slack for that? A young mother who's nope. trying to breastfeed her nope. hungry child. Not in New York. You nope. pulled over. You're doing it safely. You're doing your best, and then you still get a hundred and fifteen dollar fine for it. That just that sucks. Yep. Okay. That's not the way it's supposed to go. <sighs> 888 uh In America, it's estimated that over 50 million people miss out on work due to pain. 50 million. And those same Americans spend about 2,000 a year to try to treat their pain. 66% of them just kind of give up and realize they're going to have to deal with it the rest of their life. We've seen so many of Relief Factors clients here at The Blaze, and they just... Love this product? Why? Because it really works. We also hear from tens of thousands of people in this audience who have told us how Relief Factor has changed their lives by helping with the pain. It's a hundred percent drug free. Was created by doc by doctors. Uh, and the way you should do this, I think, is to start out with the three week quick start. Is that what you did, Keith? You uh, did yeah, that's start? how you started. Yeah, absolutely, and it works. Just nineteen ninety five. Use it for three, three weeks. If you notice a change, you know, give it a few days. Give it the three weeks. And if it doesn't work, fine. Don't order it anymore. If it does work, mm-hmm. you'll do like the other 70% of people who order it and so go on to order more.
2: I swear by it. Absolutely.
1: So uh, join us and get your life back with Relief Factor and their three-week quick start for only nineteen ninety five. If you're in pain, what do you have to lose? Well, the pain. So if you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain, get your life back, go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com.
3: Pat Gray, Unleashed.
1: Let's go to Derek in Virginia. Hey, Derek, you're on the blaze. Bingo! Oh, nicely done.
3: Nice
0: job, sir. Okay, so tell us.
1: Tell us where it, uh, where it is.
0: Center vertical. We've got uh, Keith just mentioning the Falcons.
1: Right. Thank you, Keith. Okay. But mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm.
0: Feeling charitable on tax day. Right. Repeated attempts at pronouncing booty guy.
3: <laughs> <Butches. laughs>
0: where yep.
1: are the men? And where are the men? Nice job. All right. So what do you want from uh, shop.theblaze.com? How about a Pat Gray mug, please? Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. All right, great. Thanks a lot, uh, Derek. Right. Appreciate your right. listening. Hang on a second; we'll get the information and get that to you.
2: I'd send him this one, but I'm using it every day.
1: Well, yeah, you can see so. how important that is. It's mm-hmm. holding uh,
2: dry erase markers or
1: dry erase okay. markers.
2: Yeah, because but know, look how
1: uh, handsome that is. I
2: like the color during the show.
1: Fantastic.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna draw the Pat Gray logo.
1: And if Jeffy were here, uh, you can also get the in the fat mug. <laughs> uh, first of all, <laughs> I guess it doesn't count when I say first of all.
2: Oh, yeah. We need Jeffy to say first yeah, of all. Yeah,
1: it, It's because it
2: says... Can he come in here? Oh, wait. The chance of him being here this early are... Eh, nil.
1: Because so it actually says Jeffy first yeah. of all. Jeffy
2: has to say first of all for so, that square to count.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> uh, 888-933-93. So, we know that at the border, uh, people are coming across that may be infected with Ebola. The Border Patrol checking for that right oh, that now. Sounds good. Uh, they have been infected with measles. Uh, so, that, that's fun. Uh, they've been infected with scabies and uh, other um, sundry diseases.
2: Third world fun.
1: And yet, you know, the theory is from the rest of the world that we just have to deal with it. We just have to take them. We just have to take care of them. Just come on in. Don't worry about it. Just come on in. Everybody come on in. It doesn't matter. Richest nation on earth. Come on in and we'll just keep becoming and just keep being the richest nation on earth. Despite the (laughs) millions and millions of poor that we take care of as they pour across our border. Well, it's interesting that in the, in the North, at the northern border, Canada right now, is rejecting the refugees that are trying to get across the Canadian border.
2: Wait a second.
1: Isn't that interesting? Oh, what's
2: going on with Trudeau? What's his problem? I
1: don't know. <laughs> I thought he was Mr. Welcoming, Mr. Right? Accepting, Mr. Inclusive. The move comes as thousands of asylum seekers have crossed the border after their claims were rejected in the U.S. So they go to Canada, uh-huh. and Canada is not letting them in. <laughs> jeez good stuff and they've said don't come here you won't get in and yet they keep trying but i'm i'm a little confused because i thought i thought yeah yeah i thought that that was the welcoming thing to do was say just as many people as want to come go ahead we'll take care of you it's not a problem
2: yeah sounds like a lot of typos in this story
1: <laughs> yeah, it does <laughs> yeah, it really does huh. Right now, there are over 200,000 pending asylum claims, and the wait for hearings by Canada's Refugee Board have edged up to an average of 20 months now. Wow. Municipalities near the border have repurposed old stadiums and community centers into housing facilities for refugees waiting to have their claims processed.
2: And it takes them 20 months? Yep. So um, it takes less time for an illegal alien to get a hearing in Canada than it does for a citizen to get a cancer screening okay oh wow good to know
1: (laughs) there's so much i know uh in this year's budget the canadian government pledged to spend more than a billion dollars canadian which is about four hundred dollars american um but a billion canadian for border services over the next five years actually it's 750 million american Mm. not not four hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> Canadian money isn't quite that worthless, but uh, uh, yet, <laughs> but it's it's incredible how um, nobody is yelling at Canada over this. Nobody is accusing them of being racist. Mm-mm. Nobody accuses the Germans or the Swedes or anybody else when they start having all of these problems. And one of the problems is. These uh, coyotes, the drug, the human traffickers, are placing ads in newspapers in Guatemala and El Salvador and Manawanera. And they're telling them, hey, uh, come to the United States and you'll get a job. Hey, come to the United States and they're going to help you. They really like to, to help the people from down here. So they try it. And then... The coyotes, of course, make money from them. Anywhere from 7000 to $12,000 to smuggle them across the border. It can cost a little bit less if you're willing to go on the uh, death march <laughs> where drug dealers are and you may be kidnapped or raped or killed. Uh, just, I, It would be nice if people could wake up and understand what's happening here. This is a concerted effort to overwhelm the United States of America and for really bad people to profit along the way, like these drug dealers and the and the coyotes. And they're being told, hey, and if you bring kids with you, you're more likely to be allowed to stay. So then you're subjecting your child to all of this.
2: Yeah, and the majority are not showing up with parents, just adults that they're not even related to.
1: Exactly. It's and just w- tragic. And then when they get apprehended and they wind up in a detention facility and then an, an adult shows up to uh, take him. We got to let them go now because of the Democrats. Well, wait. I don't even know if this person is necessarily related to the child and I'm just supposed to release him into his custody. Well, yeah, it's his uncle. Are you sure of that? How do you know? And a lot of them are not their uncle. Are not related. A lot of them are kidnappers and sex slave uh, criminals? This is just such a bad situation, and uh, and our government
2: is complicit by doing nothing. It is sadly
1: it it is. And, and so, to the,
2: Trump's credit, he's trying. He is? he is trying everything he can. And if he's not being thwarted by Congress, he's being thwarted by judges. And it's just a travesty on
1: so many human levels. It's despicable. And the Democrats just keep this situation going. They just keep stoking this flame. And it's, uh, it's hurting people. They, I don't know if they think they're helping, but they're certainly not. All right. Uh, let me take a minute and tell you about Mercury 1 and 12 score and three years ago. We've got this pop-up museum happening this year, and it's going to be fantastic. 12 score and three years ago, the unfinished promise of unity. It's an interactive, immersive, special exhibition. It opens June 28th here at the Mercury Studios in Irving. Las Colinas, whatever you want to consider it. And it runs through July 7th. 12 score walks visitors from the Emancipation Proclamation to the age of Google. Uh, This one will be kind of aggressive. Our goal is to make people feel something and connect with America's history. The only way we're going to save our nation and save the freedom of all mankind is if we tell the uncomfortable truth And this display is going to do that. So be prepared for it. We all have to say, yeah, we made some mistakes. And we haven't lived up entirely 100% to the Emancipation Proclamation. Um, But we have to learn from history so we can do things better. Get your tickets to 12score at Mercury1.org or call 972-499-4747. There's VIP tours with Glenn Beck. And David Barton, those are all available for you right now. But for a limited time only, these are going to go fast. MercuryOne.org and get your tickets now.